Hey, Pitches, we had a lot of surprises this episode, including a visit from Willie. Can't wait to talk about it. Keep it right here. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Ooh, we got lights. <laughs> I think I sound just like, as bad like as Jenny. <laughs> Actually, like this song. What's up? You are tuned in to After Buzz Pitch Episode 8 Unstoppable Forces and Immovable Objects. I'm Ashley Morgan. Feel free to follow me on all social media Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat at Ashley Morgan, A S H L E I G H M O R G H A N. And I'm here with the lovely. What's up, guys? It's Jesse here. You can find me online at Athletic. That's A T H L E T C H I C. Let's hop into this uh, eventful episode. I know. There's so much oh, going on. Oh, my glasses on so I can see your... So much there going on. Oh, okay. So we open with flashbacks from Willie, which I feel like set the episode up. Like, we're definitely going to see Willie this episode. And I feel like we've been asking for the last, what, three episodes, where's right. Willie? Right. Well, our... Prayers we and questions Willie. are answered today. Willie is back and in action. We also see uh, Mike Lawson talking with Charlie. Uh, they're at lunch, and Charlie seems a little forceful about um, kind of planting the seed that they talk mm-hmm. about about Mike leaving the Padres. What do you What do you think about that? It's so tough because um, you know he's such a, a leader on this team. He is. Um, you know, he's their leader. I, I can't imagine the team without him. And it's hard for me because Charlie, I, I like Charlie, but he just got here. And mm, he doesn't know, exactly like, how I feel. yeah, the dynamic of the team. So it's like, I know you need to save money and you need to get rid of this player or, or trade somebody and get somebody else. But, like, this is, like, the foundation of the team. And who knows what's going to happen when he leaves. Yeah, and I also feel like Charlie doesn't really know a lot about baseball, which we find out. I mean, we kind of knew that from the first episode. He's just kind of moving people around and trying to trade people, and it's all about money, but he's not thinking about, like, the family aspect and just the team aspect of baseball. Like, Mm -hmm. Mike's been there for 15 years. He's not, you know, he's not just some player you can just throw out and just move somebody, and he has, like, all all this history and all this love for this team, and I felt like Charlie was being very forceful, and like, you know, like, are you sure? Are you happy? Are you sure you're happy? Are you happy here? And it's kind of like, I get it. Like, right. you, you kind of want me to go. Like, right. It's, it's pretty obvious. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I definitely think he's starting to feel that. And just like you said, Charlie, you know, he's a mathematics guy. He's a sabermetrics guy. He's all about the statistics. And, you know, that's become very important in baseball. But I think there's something to be said about the culture of a team exactly. and how the clubhouse you know gets along and Mike is such a big part of that he is and I feel like Charlie skips all of that and he's not I mean not that he should be present in the clubhouse but I think if he actually watched their chemistry and what Mike brings to the team he might not be so quick to push him out of the door Mm -hmm. because he'll see what the aftermath would be once Mike is gone Mm -hmm. um we uh and then Mike you know it's like Mike's put in a hard place because he's like he knows he's getting old he knows that he's injured he knows that he knows he has the best interest for the Padres in mind. Like, mm-hmm. he wants them to win. But at the same time, you want them to win without you, you know? It's right. It's like you'd be selfless or selfish. Right. And it's like, um, it's pretty evident that he doesn't want to go. But, I mean, when you're being forced, basically, 
like shoved in your face it's kind of like well, what do you do and that's just such a hard situation to be in because it's like you said um you know how could well first i want to shout out to zia paul i hope i'm saying your name correct but We've been trying to get her on the live feed. So, Yay, hey, we got you. Hey, hey guys. Hey, thank you so much for watching. Um, I'm just going to ask the engineer, can you make it a little bit bigger? Because you know I can't see. Yeah. Oh, Charlie go. clearly knows about baseball. No, he clearly yes. knows nothing about oh, baseball. Oh, no, no, nothing about baseball. I, yes, that's exactly what we've been saying. Regardless of the team sport, every locker room needs a locker room guy, and Mike is 100%. Especially in, um, in baseball, um, in the clubhouse, and Mike's not, he's also the captain. Right. So, yeah. he, and, and yeah, it's like you were saying, like, he, it, it would be so hard to be in this position because you play for this team. He, this team is his family. This is exactly. his life. Like we said before, he doesn't right. have anybody any after right. what's, what's next kind of thing. It's so just this it. is his family. This is his life. This is all that he's known for the last so ever, like however 15. many years. He's ruined a relationship over mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. And he's established a life here, you know, although he doesn't have any support outside of it. Um, and, I mean, could you imagine leaving and then watching the team that you were a part of for so long go on without you and possibly win? But then again, it brings me back to selfish or selfless. Right. Like, that's the team that you've spent so much time on that you've dedicated your life to. Mm-hmm. The least you want to see is them succeed, whether it's with you or without you. That's kind of like your your main goal. You know, you want your team to succeed. If you really honestly do care, you want them to succeed, and you will set them up for success. Right. I feel like that's kind of what this episode was. Mike, like, kind of passing the torch, kind of showing everybody the ropes, showing everybody the history, and setting them up for life after Mike Lawson. Mm-hmm. I know. <laughs> okay, uh, let's keep <laughs> moving on. Um, so we see a lot of frustration with uh, Mike and just kind of him um, kind of just bursting out with anger right. and just lashing out at people. And it's it's pretty understandable. You know, he's lashing out kind of at Jenny um, because he's not playing. Oh, yeah, he's not playing in the game. They're on a rain break. So it's called rain break. Yeah, rain delay. Rain, so they're yeah, on a rain delay, and it's, forty minute rain. Oh, probably it was probably more than forty minutes. Yeah, well, it's so surprising because San Diego never, never has rain right. delays. I actually was thinking about it. They might have had one this year. I can't remember, but they've had like seventeen in the last like ridiculous amount of years. Like they never have rain outs. So, and this was a pretty big rain like especially was, for like more than an hour yeah <laughs> like 10 minutes it was pretty bad i mean when you looked out down. of charlie's office it looked really bad and um this was kind of oh i'm jumping ahead of myself okay let's go back um so we see mike lashing out and uh then we see oh, then we see charlie Again, like it really bothers me that he doesn't have a least, at least a little bit of knowledge of baseball. Mm-hmm. He thinks that he can just go down and talk to the umpire about, you know, moving the game along as soon as the rain stops and not worrying about like the safety of the players or how muddy or like how many, if there's like rain puddles or anything. He's just like, I don't care. I want to get the game started in 28 minutes. And it's right. like, that's not realistic. Charlie. Yeah. Like, you yeah. can't just go into, you just can't just go and like, yeah, I want this, this, and this, and this needs to happen. Right. Because you want to make money. Again, it's right. like, what's your best interest, Charlie? Exactly. And I, I loved that part. Um, the groundskeeper was being super hard on him because these people take their job very seriously. Exactly. Like, they maintain this field so that, you know, that's their job. That's what they do. They know what they're talking about. They have specific types of grass and specific areas of the, of the country. And this 
grass will make rain come through it a little bit easier, mm-hmm. which maybe they don't do in San Diego because it doesn't rain. It doesn't ever <laughs> rain. Yeah. But um, I loved how Russell stood up to he did. Charlie. He did. Yeah. I loved it. I thought it was great because he, you know, Charlie thinks he can just storm down there and I want this done in 28 minutes like the Yankees do it. And he's like, sorry. I mean, they could have totally different types of grass. I know this is crazy. We're talking about grass, but it's true. This is what goes on in baseball. But not even just that. Uh, Russell was like, well, the Yankees are prepared for rain. It never rains in San Diego. So my team's not prepared. You know, we have drills, but we're not prepared for rain, let alone a downpour like it was, you know, know. they are prepared for that. So that's going to take a little bit more time than it would for the Yankees who are used to having rain and then going back out there, getting everything ready. Then I think... I don't know if this is true. I think certain fields are created a certain way, too, for the rain to... Is that right? Yeah, they do. I don't know how each field is set up, but yeah, I definitely think there are different ways um, to keep the water out. Yeah, I used to work for a baseball team, and we um, would bring in certain types of grass from, like, Kentucky um, that... (laughs) I know this is crazy. That let the rain move through... um, That would let the rain move through um, the grass a little bit easier so that on rain delays... Um, it was easier to adjust. Would, yeah, there wouldn't be big puddles in the field, and um, it, it just moves through a little bit quicker. It's just it's in grass. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Grass for all of you that love grass. Um, so then we move on, and we see um, Oscar now is – oh, Charlie tells Oscar again to keep talking to Mike Lawson, keep planting that seed, and Oscar runs into Mike Lawson's asking him, you know, so uh, – are you happy here? Is he's like getting this repetitive question? Are you happy here? Are you happy here? And I feel like that's them planting that seed. So in his mind, he's subconsciously thinking, like, yes. "Am I happy here?" Every everything that he this whole entire day, you know, him not playing in the game. Am I happy here? You know, right. um, and it's 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 interesting to see him like shifting because at first, at the beginning of this of the episode, he's like, "No, you know, I don't. I want to stay here." But you can kind of see throughout the episode, like it's. Is kind of working like the seed is growing. He's kind of like, "Am I happy here?" Well, and, and that's the thing. So that was an interesting part of the episode because Oscar was, you know, it being really hard on him and saying maybe it's better if you left, if you were gone, right? Um, but then Al, on the other hand, was like, "I need your bat in the lineup. I need you here. I want you in the clubhouse." So at first, I was wondering, like, are they working together and doing some type of mind trick? It seemed like that, but I actually think Al. I mean, Al genuinely wants him here. I think Oscar does, too. It's Charlie that does right. it. And that's the problem. But the thing is, is with Mike... Um, sorry, I'm just checking your comments. But with Mike, um, this would be so hard because when you're not... When you feel like you are, you're not wanted... Exactly. Like, why would you want to stay? That's again. Yeah. And it's like, you're, like, instead of them saying, hey, you know, we appreciate you... This is what it, I mean, Oscar kind of does break it down. Like, you know, this is kind of what it is. He even, I even wrote it down. He even tells them basically like it'd be easier if you just left. Right. And, like, and, and Z, what Zia is saying is, is similar to what, what you were saying. You were saying it's not even Oscar. Oscar it's wants Oscar. It's Charlie. him here. But Charlie, it, it, Charlie doesn't see the real baseball aspect and the, the culture aspect of this team and, and how much of a leader he is. And that's what Zia is saying too. Similar to presidents in, in, real organizations they don't know as much about baseball as no. the players themselves the co- you know the managers they don't spend time he's not spending time trying to figure it out either right and he's just kind of worried about the money so he sees a new catcher coming in he's like this person will bring in money mike's getting old 
Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, <laughs> but it's more to the team than just bringing in money. And that's kind of what bothers me about Charlie this entire episode. Um, so then we get a we get a a surprise visit from an, a familiar face. I know Willie. Hashtag here's Willie. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's so funny because I was like, how did Willie get down there? Because the security in, in baseball is so hard. I'm like, who led him all the way down to talk to the security guard? That's and what go- I was thinking. Without like Jenny knowing and right. without Amelia knowing, because how many people could just probably say, ran, would try to do that? You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's just like Willie. I don't know how you pulled this off, but He's good job. Obviously, some kind of scammer. Well, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I had no idea. It made me really sad. He had this the flashback, and mm-hmm. we see Willie with this like big bruise on his face and this little band aid, which I'm like, what is the band aid doing? And which we find out later, he's in the same hotel that Jenny's in, right? And he wants to be there. I think it's. I mean, it's, it's nice that he wants to be there and support Jenny. But now I kind of feel like he might have an ulterior motive. Oh yeah. And I feel like Amelia always picks up on that. She does. And then you know, Willie's like, "I need some money. I I owe some money. I'm in debt. Uh, it's you know twenty thousand dollars." And Amelia, trying to have Jenny's best interest in mind, writes him a check, mm-hmm. gives him the check, and is like, "Okay, get out of here. Mm-hmm. Like, if you want what's best for Jenny, you're not going to distract her before this game." That was such a big part for me. And I don't know if the writers of the show did the, this on purpose, but I've been like mad at Amelia. Like, I have not been feeling her lately. I'm like, I don't like this lady. I don't know what she's up to. And when they showed that moment, I my, my whole opinion on her changed. Because I'm she like... She cares. Yeah. She really does care about Ginny. And I know that she... At some point, you have to tell Ginny. Because this is her brother. Like, this is one of her only family members. You have to tell her. But she literally helped... He she helped him out of a big bind that twenty thousand dollars twenty thousand yeah. dollars Amelia write me a check yeah okay seriously <laughs> and yeah I think that's where Amelia slacks is that she always she always has Jenny's best interest in mind but then she doesn't talk to Jenny about it mm-hmm. she kind of just does things and then kind of swe- sweeps it under the rug and right. it's like oh you know Jenny won't find out about it and this and at the same time I still like agree with the things that she does because later she explains that you know. I kind of that you're just under a lot of pressure and there's a lot going on and if I would have told you things wouldn't have gone well. Right. And I agree with her. Right. So it's so tough, you know, to be in that position. And and just Willie just seems really sketch. I mean, when we first saw Willie again in in Jenny's life, I was like, "Oh, you know, her big brother." And now it makes sense why maybe he's estranged from his mother as well. Maybe right. that remember we kept asking like, "Where is Willie?" Right. Now we see he was caught up in something, and mm-hmm. he's like changing his phone number, and he finally, and then somehow he shows up at this game because he finally got away from work, right? And it's kind of like, well, what were you doing? You know, like your restaurant That's, job wasn't taking up that much of your right. time. That's what I'm wondering. Um, and one of our viewers, Ariande, I don't. I'm sorry. I really don't know how to say that your name, Ariane. I'm, <laughs> I'm still kind of annoyed with. She, with Amelia. Her personality is just seriously rubbing me the wrong way. I get it. I think, you yeah. know, her personality does rub you the wrong way, but she's just a force to be reckoned with. I feel like, she, the, you know, the title, Immovable Object. Right. When she has someone that she cares about and her, and her best interest, she doesn't want anybody messing with that. And for me, at first, I thought for Amelia it was like money and opportunity because her old job was so terrible. But, I mean, she's really... Jenny's made a lot of mistakes. And yeah. every single time, Amelia's been there to kind of pull Jenny 
out of the grave and I feel like she honestly does have Jenny's best interest in mind I just think she needs to be more communicative with Jenny about you know different things that are going on in her life I definitely feel the same way though I was really getting frustrated with Amelia until I saw that with Willie um but something Zia brings up that's really good is that you know his opportunity with Jenny might have been his only option for the straight and narrow and like she's saying he screwed up everywhere else but he sacrificed so much to put Jenny Jenny in a better position Mm. and that's really important it is and and that's something that comes up later um right right yeah we'll get there okay (laughs) oh it's pronounced Ariadne did I say that right Riadne 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 hey Riadne um, and then we have Oscars. I'm totally lost. I thought Mike was one of the main faces of the organization. He is. Right. Um, I don't know why Charlie is willing to kick him out. I thought I thought it'd be a hard trade, even though he is old to them. I think for, for Charlie, he's looking at Mike as um, he's getting old. He's mm-hmm. injured. Um, we have this new catcher. We have this new catcher who's young. Who can be who can be taught everything Mike did, and who can bring in more money. And you know, if Mike can't play, we have somebody else who can. Um, and for Charlie, we we know that it's not about you know baseball. It's it's about money. It's about getting all. Every time they have a game, it's like how many seats are filled in this arena right, right. now. And it's like he's not like you know how's the team? How's everybody feeling? How's Jenny? She's going up to you know. It's kind of just like well, how many seats are filled? Right. Um, Oscar Zia says Oscar because Charlie has no clue what he's doing. He doesn't. And he's just focused on winning despite it being counterproductive to their success. Ooh. All right, let's move R. forward. We talk about that. Oh, so we see we we see Blip talking to Lawson because we know Lawson's really what he says is pissy <laughs> this episode, which is understandable. Mm-hmm. And um, Blit pulls out this box from his locker, and we don't know what it is. And he's like, "Come on, it's time," um, which we find out about later is some <laughs> some weird kangaroo, kangaroo court, court. judgey where Mike Lawson's the judge um, type deal, which brings the team together because Blit feels like there's no um, there's kind of no team spirit. Everyone's on their phones. Everyone's like kind of doing their own thing. No one's really paying attention and getting prepped for the game to help them get to the wild card, which mm-hmm. is what they should be focused on. Um, let's see. Oh, I thought it was interesting when um, Mike leaves because he gets frustrated again and um, Oscar sees him and Oscar and Al are talking and then, you know, Oscar brings Mike into the room and they had their discussion and Oscar's basically saying, you know, I want you to stay or I want, you know, what do you want to do basically? And Al's like, I want you to stay. And Mike Lawson asks um, Oscar who called who. Right. And it's like, ooh. Yeah. Ooh. I mean, I mean, Oscar's pretty honest. He's like, you know, that we have new, we're under new management. Mm-hmm. It's Charlie. Mm-hmm. He's kind of making all these, all these new moves to better the team. Mm-hmm. And in honesty, <laughs> Oscar was kind of putting Mike out there right to see he's kind of putting his feelers out there to see who was interested mm-hmm. um then we go to the kangaroo court which is I guess a tradition at um for the Padres and it's judgment time so Mike Lawson's calling everybody out and it's kind of fun everyone's laughing everyone's playing in and um we get to Jenny and and um and a missed call and it, they kind of go at it yeah I mean it's so tough because I keep thinking about Mike and I'm like I can't imagine being in his position every single time 
Yeah, and so they're doing this fun thing, and they're just joking around, and this is supposed to be fun, and this is something baseball teams do, and, you know, they donate the money to charity, and they're just, you know, he he's so frustrated with what's going on and so upset inside about what's going on that he just takes it way too far and starts fighting well, with her. Jenny was kind of nitpicking. Yeah. She was like, no, actually, there was a hit and run sign and right. you missed it. Yeah, and she, yeah, exactly. So she was calling, you know, people out to kind of like support her side of things. And and then that's when um, Jenny calls out, what was his name? I always forget his name. Omar. Yes, calls out Omar, who agrees with her mm-hmm. and makes Mike look like he doesn't know what he's doing. And that's what right. kind of sends him overboard. Like, you know, I do all this for the team, blah, blah, right. blah. He kind of goes on his rant. And it's yeah. like. And then, you know, Jenny realizes, like, okay, maybe this isn't the time or place to, to call right. him out when, he, you know. Obviously, it's funny because, like, whenever something happens to a player, all the other players seem to know. Yeah. Like, Jenny's like, look, I know, blah, 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 it's happening to you, and I understand. And Mike's like, how do you understand? Like, you just started playing three months ago. Right. You don't understand. Mm-hmm. I feel like for him, it's like Jenny, not to say Jenny has nothing to lose, but like she hasn't been in the league that long. Right. She kind of has a family. She's young, so that like having a, a husband and kids and, you know, doesn't really affect her right now or like having a life after baseball. She's just getting started. Right. And for Mike, he's coming to like, he's on the precipice of the end of his career. Mm-hmm. So, you know, kind of like, how dare you tell me, like, I know what you're going through. No, you don't. Right. And what Zia's saying is the same thing. She's like, even though um, Ginny's nitpicking, Mike would have bantered with her if he wasn't under the pressure. And I agree, because that's like their relationship. I know, he's been getting really sensitive when it comes to Ginny lately. But I totally, yeah, I totally get it. He's been been getting really sensitive about Ginny. Um, So then Omar comes back and tells um, Blip and Mike... Just kidding. I did not see a hit and run yeah. sign. I just said that because I got nervous around Jenny because she looks like a supermodel. Yeah. I did not see this coming at I all. I didn't either. But I'm struggling because I'm so excited about it because I love Omar. I think he's the cutest thing and he's really into Jenny. Like, he's like, you don't understand. I can't think when I'm around her. She's beautiful. And he's going on and on about her. And I really think he genuinely likes her. But at the same time, I've always wanted her and Lawson to get together. So I'm kind of torn right now. I don't want to do that. So Omar basically spills the beans. And he tells Blip and Mike, I kind of got a thing for Jenny Baker. Yeah. And, you know, they go into and they talk about it. And Mike's kind of like, no, you don't. You don't know anything. He kind of gets defensive. Like, you don't know anything about her. Yeah. Do you know that she hums Katy Perry off tune? Like, you know, like, do you know, like, just all, like, all these random facts about Jenny. And it kind of, and then, like, Omar and Blip kind of look at him like, oh. And the Blip was like, that's what she's humming? And yeah. He's like, well, yeah. And everyone, like, kind of looks at Mike and he leaves really awkwardly. And it's like... Okay, so those, you know, our feelings about him kind of having a thing for Jenny is true. Mm-hmm. It's not just, you know, big brother looking out for you kind of thing. It's like, I notice the small things because I care. Right. <sighs> Tear. Hashtag, <laughs> I love you, Mike Lawson. <laughs> um, what do you think about that? What do you think about kind of Mike's coming to a lot of realization this episode? He really is. And 
I feel like the whole season has been leading up to this and has been like foreshadowing this. Like we see him go through so much in his personal life and he's alone and he struggles with like, do I call Ginny right now? And then he has the thing with Amelia. So I'm not surprised this is where we're at because I feel like the entire, you know, season has been leading up to this. But this episode, he's really dealing with a lot. Like it's all, all of a sudden hitting him. Like we are as an outsider watching it. We're like, okay, we see this happening, but kind of, you know, when you're going through it yourself, not that I've gone through being a professional baseball player. <laughs> Tell us about but, it, Jesse. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> when you're going through stuff like that, you kind of just push it off and you just ignore it and you don't, he, you just, you think nothing of it, but like we're watching it happen and we see it and, you know, it just, it's finally all getting to him. It is. And this is like, you know how when you get your, to your breaking point and you're just done? I feel like that he's like almost just like you're like ticking point. and then you're you're eventually just gonna blow um speaking of feelings and sneaking around there's some this random lady that keeps talking to Oscar they keep meeting in private and kind of kissy touchy and my first thought is that it's Charlie's wife because she says he doesn't even know and I'm like oh my gosh is Oscar oh my gosh messing around with Charlie's wife so I it's so funny that you say that because I definitely thought it was somebody's wife because she's like going towards the family room right. and she comes out and we can see they're sneaking around I, and I didn't know whose wife it was and so I started like thinking whose wife could this be? Did you think it was Charlie's wife? I I didn't know what to think because I, I, I really thought it was a player but then I was like what player would it be? Right. Because all the players that we know it couldn't be them. Unless it's some player that we've never seen which wouldn't make any sense. Yeah. <laughs> So then I'm like, well, it's not the coach's wife. So I'm like, it's got to be Charlie's wife. Or maybe, like, I don't know who somebody else has come. I I didn't know who it was, but I thought it was a player or somebody in management's wife. So I was really scared. And then we find out that it's Al's daughter. I know. And it makes sense because remember earlier in the episode when Oscar's talking to Al, he says, you stopped inviting me to family dinners. Do you remember when he said that? Yes. And he's like, oh, that's when his wife passed. And he's like, no, but you were the one that cooked. Right. So maybe Al has an idea, and that's why he stopped inviting Oscar to family dinners. Oh, my God. I didn't even think about that. So when you just were, were saying that, I was thinking maybe his daughter didn't want it to be awkward, so she told him not to invite him. But maybe Al knows, because Al is so smart. And he's protective. And remember how he thinks of Jenny like his daughter? Now, remember he made the reference about his daughter? Yeah. And now we finally meet her. Right. And it's like... Well, as soon as she said, I have patience to see or something, she made me feel like she was a doctor. I was like, oh my God, it's Al's daughter. Because remember, he said, my daughter, he talked about her. She's one of the smartest people I know. She's also beautiful. Yes. She's a doctor. Yes. I was like, shit. So that makes sense as to why Al wouldn't want Oscar around anymore because... Maybe he doesn't want Oscar with his daughter. Right. Maybe they have some history, and, like, they're sneaking around. So, right. I mean, some, something's up. Yeah. Um, also, speaking of something up, Will is talking to Evelyn about, you know, opening up a restaurant in San Diego, and all right. of a sudden he has all this money, and is kind of listening, like, didn't I just get you out of a bunch of trouble back in Charlotte, and now you're here trying to run the same game? Right. And she basically calls him out on it like mm-hmm. oh really um so i uh, know he has she has elliot do some more research and we find out that debt collectors are after him he's filed for bankruptcy and amelia calls him out on it like oh how are you going to open up a restaurant when you know you don't really have any money she doesn't right. necessarily say that but and then 
you know, Willie alludes to the fact that he can have a personal investor, which, hint, hint, his sister, Jenny. Right. And I just feel like, <laughs> I don't, I, I, I don't know. I, I want to feel like Will is not trying to take advantage, advantage of his sister's success. But at the same time, Will doesn't really have anything either. He's always been there to support Jenny, you know, like, wouldn't it be reciprocity for her to support him in his dream? Yeah. <laughs> Just, <laughs> I'm like, you know, so first, I mean, I think and Willie's up to something outside of just being in debt from all of his businesses. Like, something else is going on. Like, he, I'm thinking he's into, like, some illegal shit, right? Like, is that, I mean, am I on the right, like, or, I think or do so, we think that he's... I had to get $20,000, or he, I don't know, I don't know if... I don't know if he's like, in some he Ill- something guy? illegal or if he's borrowing money from people to try to do things that he wants to do and then not paying people back. Like, if he's trying to open up a restaurant in Charlotte, he's like, right. just give me $20,000. I'm going to do this. I'm going to open up this restaurant. It's going to bring I'll all this money. Back. and I'll pay you back. Then it doesn't happen. And then, but my, th- like, why did he have the black eye? So that's why I'm thinking, like, he's into some shit something that dark. we don't know about. Right, right, right. Um, but it's hard. I'm having mixed opinions on Willie right now because... We see, just like we talked, he gave up so, just like Zia said, he gave up so much for Ginny because that could have been, like, his straight and narrow, like, he could have went down that road. Right. But now he's coming to her and saying, I need you to be part of this with me. I need you to be an investor for me. Well, he says, he texts her and says SOS right after she has her her blow up with Mike. And kind of puts her on the spot right and amelia looks at jenny like you know and and jenny already knows what's up and she's like yeah it sounds like a great idea let me know mm-hmm. you know then they walk back because you know she start getting warmed up and she tells willie like you know i'd do anything for you but don't ever put me on the spot right and that's what zia's just saying too yeah Same and I, thing. I i feel like i feel like you, you, I feel like Willie should know that Jenny will always have his back, that he wouldn't need to put her on the spot like that. Like, are you scared of Amelia? Are you afraid Amelia's going to tell Jenny no? Like, if Jenny wants to do something, we found out that she's going to do it. Right. Especially when it comes to her family, and especially, especially when it comes to Willie. Right. But I don't want... I don't... I don't feel like what Willie... I, I don't know. I don't feel like Willie's idea is genuine. I don't feel like he's coming at it as, you're my sister. Like, this is something I really want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, can you please help me? It's kind of like, you're my sister. You have money. Help me. Right. And it's like... And I, I agree. And he's not telling us what happened. So I think Amelia knows more than we all know. And yeah. so Amelia's like, don't put her in that spot because... There's something else going on, and exactly. this could be really bad for Jenny. And that's why, and that's why Amelia doesn't want Jenny to do it because if Jenny's name is on this and it's backing, it's you know she's backing it, and then some dark stuff comes out about Willie, it's going to fall back on Jenny, right? And like, th- what if it's he's selling drugs out of this restaurant or whatever exactly. it is he's doing, and then it's her name's linked to it because he's right. into some shit. I just don't know what it is, and I hope we find it out. But like, no one just like a businessman. I don't think would just punch you in the face. Especially because he has so much unfinished business in Charlotte. So why do you have debt collectors calling you? Why right. are you, you know, why are you have, why do you have this negative past that you haven't really de- dealt with and now you're all of a sudden here in mm-hmm. San Diego? All the way across the country. Like, what are you doing? Right. You know, or it just seems really, 
really suspect to me. And I feel like if he does have Jenny's best interest in mind, why are you doing this at a game? Yeah. Why didn't in you the wait middle till after? of a game? I mean, maybe that's what he wanted to talk to her about. Talk to her with, uh, you know, at dinner. But right. now you've, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know how I feel about Willie right now. Mm-hmm. I guess I was, we were all so pumped. Because I know, because we loved Willie. And now, and now I want to rewatch that episode with her and Willie and see if I, you know, there's Notice any, anything, yeah, like anything any, different yeah. about him. Because now that we have this planet, it's like, well, what else? Right. Um, let's see. Oh, so speaking of that, you know, then Will says... Um, you know, Amelia still hasn't forgiven me about June, and Jenny's like, "What are you talking about?" And then I, I, I mean, we don't know what was said, but right. Will, Willie, and Jenny had this conversation. Jenny goes, looks for Amelia, goes, "You lied to me. Why didn't you tell me?" And Amelia's like, "Look, I have your best interest in mind. I don't want you to get distracted." And you know, excuse me. And Jenny's like, "You know, you have to tell me these things." Mm-hmm. And she and she says, "He chose you. I didn't choose you." Right. And, you know, Amelia's like, well, that's, you know, basically saying that's the best decision he ever made for right. you. Right. And that just, and then they just kind of go their separate ways. Yeah. So when she said that, I think she was right. Well, yeah. And totally, right? I think when Ginny heard that, Ginny was like, Ginny was coming to a realization that she was right as well, which is really sad. And when it's your sibling, you never want to think of them doing wrong Mm -hmm. or doing bad. And if they are, your first innate reaction is to help them. Mm -hmm. You know, like, it's like, what do I need to do? What what do you need me to do? And that's kind of what Jenny's doing. Like, whatever you need me to do, I'll do it. Right, exactly. But at the same time, you need to be like, okay, well, what are you doing? Like, what what happened here? What what did you do? I can't help you if, you know, you're going to, you're into some shady shit that's going to bring me down. Right. But and I think she knows, I mean, obviously she knows something's up, but I think she knows, she has an idea that some shady shit's going on. Because did you see the way that she, like, turned around and looked back at him at the beginning when, when he first saw her and he and she said, take him to the family room? He left and she just kind of looked back and she's... Yeah, she had that look like, I know something's wrong, but yeah, I, well, you're my brother. On? Yeah, exactly. She acted like nothing was wrong in the at all she was so happy to see him yeah it, i don't know why she i don't i feel like and i actually doesn't say i don't know why she didn't question him but i know why she didn't because she's in game mode right but it's just poor jenny's always like it's always something i feel like we say this every week it's always something if it's not like it can't it can't just be that she's the first female in baseball she's it's not just doing that her well. mom is now with this guy her dad's passed away her, her brother's into some shady yeah. shit amelia was dating the her <laughs> One of her best friends on the team. That she's in love with. Yeah. Um, naked pictures are leaked. Yeah, like, she lost her Nike deal. Like <laughs> Her best friend's dad killed, killed her dad. Like, <laughs> damn. I know. Worst, like, situation ever goes to Jenny. But she's overcome it. That's something I love about Jenny is, mm-hmm. like, she's that diamond in the rough. Mm-hmm. And I'm surprised they haven't had an episode called Diamond in the Rough. Take that, Fox. Um, <laughs> and, you know, basically, Amelia's like, Amelia doesn't want Willie to capitalize on Jenny's career. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, although Amelia has Jenny's best interest in mind, she can't, she has to let Jenny make her own decisions. I don't know how to say that. She has to let Jenny make her own decisions, but also keep Jenny Jenny's brand in mind. Right. You know, we we can't have Jenny just kind of do whatever she wants because she doesn't know 
you know, she, I don't think she knows the power she has. Mm-hmm. So she has to be very careful with what she does, what she says, um, who she's with. Right. And I don't think she realizes that. And she doesn't want that pressure, that attention. But it's like it comes with the territory. Yeah. Um, so then, again, Charlie wants to go down and yell at Russell. And uh, Oscar takes him for a bit of a turn. Mm-hmm. And um, they're in the batting cage. And taking some swings. And it's nice because I feel like Oscar's trying to call Charlie out. Yeah. What do you, do you get the same kind of feeling? Like, Yeah, I was so, so relieved that he finally was standing up to him because we know, he, we don't know because I actually believed that Oscar was trying to get rid of him. But like, <laughs> we do know that, like, Oscar wants what's best for this team, too. And him and Al are really close. And Al yeah. wants Mike here. Obviously, really close. I mean. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're about to be, like, related at this point. No. <laughs> but um, it, we know from the very beginning Oscar didn't want to do this. Right. On the day where they were making all the trades, he, you know, made it known that he didn't want to do this. But Charlie didn't give him much of a choice. So he's been trying to plant the seed in Mike's mind, and it's just not going anywhere. And he's hearing what Al's saying, and it's all finally sitting with him. So to see him stand up to Charlie, I mean, he knows this team better than Charlie does. Exactly. I mean, at one point, you're trying to get rid of Al, you know? And it's like these people are the San, you know, are the um, San Diego Padres. Right. These people you're trying to remove, these are the Padres. Mm-hmm. Granted, it happens in every team. You know, you trade, you bring in new people, but I feel like if it's if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Exactly. You know, you if if it was Mike was out a lot and he's mm-hmm. very inconsistent, then it's like, okay, like you got to go. Right. But as of right now, like he's he's still He's still pushing. Right. He's, he doesn't need, you know, he doesn't need to be traded at the moment. But you've already brought this new catcher on, so now you kind of have to. Right. You can't have two. Right. Especially when someone's been in the team for 15 years. And it's kind of frustrating for me because, it's like, and then we see Charlie doesn't even know how to hit a damn ball. It's I like, know. what are you doing? And Oscar's like, you know, what do you, you know, why baseball? And it's, right. for him, it's all statistics. It's yeah. all math. And it's like, there's more to baseball than just statistics and math. Right. And exactly. sometimes statistics can be wrong. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I just, you know, again, the, the dynamic of the team and him being such an integral part of this team and being the leader and being the center and core of this team. It's, it's intense. It's so tough. It's intense. Um, so then, you know, they have another, another kangaroo court. Jenny kind of apologizes for, um, you know, calling Mike out. We find out that Mike actually, there was no hit and run sign and, you know, Mike was right. Everyone's getting pumped up for the team. Um, Mike goes and, and talks to Jenny and she starts humming the Katy Perry fireworks off key. And you kind of see him like his, his, his eyes get all bubbly and cute. I know. I know he was looking at her like, I don't know, but I was like, look, look. And yeah. And then the scene ends with Mike. It's so, it's, it's such an inspiration, like a very powerful scene. It ends with Mike looking at his teammates going onto the field and he tells Oscar Chicago. Yeah. Boom, baby. I know. Don't leave, Mike. <laughs> Don't leave us, Mike. Um, what a crazy episode. I think that I, we hit so everything. Much. If you notice something we didn't hit, please feel free to comment us. We will talk about You know we're going to talk about it on the page. So yeah. Please, please feel free to um, comment, like, subscribe to the channel. Let us know what your thoughts are about the episode. If we missed something or if you want to elaborate on something, please feel free to comment. We have a little bit of news and gossip for you. Um, so I don't know if you noticed our cool um, baseball gear. I'm gonna model it for you. 
a little bit here. Um, so we got some pretty cool swag, baseball swag from Baseballism. Um, if you want some cool swag, you can rock it out too. Feel free to follow them on their social media at Baseballism. That's B-A-S-E-B-A-L-L-I-S-M. Check out all their cool baseball swag or visit their website www.baseballism.com to purchase some of your own. And also we're going to do a contest um, since we finally see that Jenny and Mike are becoming a couple, are becoming a something. Um, please tweet us um, your favorite Ginny and Mike picture of them together or side by side. Next week we'll pick, not next week, December 1st, we'll pick our favorite photo and we'll show it on the show under News and Gossip and the winner will get a cool swag item from Baseballism. So tweet us again. My Twitter is Ashley Morgan, A-S-H-L-E-I-G-H-M-O-R-G-H-A-N. And my Twitter is athletic, A-T-H-L-E-T-C-H-I-C. You can also tweet Sheldon or Janisha. Um, yeah, so really quick, we're going to go through some predictions because we got to wrap it up. Um, so I think Mike is definitely leaving. Jenny and Mike have something going on. We're going to find out what Willie's been up to. I know. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be an intense episode December 1st. Oh Yeah, so we'll see you December Yeah, 1st. happy Thanksgiving. We'll see you December yeah, 1st. happy Thanksgiving. Bye, guys. See you guys. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.